That was that was fucking ear rape. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Absolute banger, absolute banger. Well, welcome to Let Me Talk, everyone. <laughs> it is a Wednesday, it is 8 p.m., and you know what that means. That means it's time for Callum and Tom to make fools of themselves yep. and get some very smart people in the studio. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Well, we've got a wonderful, wonderful guest here today. His name is... Uh, Brenda Palmerini. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be talking about a load of subjects, but mostly Formula One. Why is this mic so, so loud? So, oh, because it's not necessarily like... Uh, also really wobbly. Like No, I know. People I know. just come in here and like abuse. Oh, they've been doing that for ages. Uh, we, we don't. And right. this, the Phoebe, desk is so fucking messy as well. Like, <laughs> come on, man. But yeah, Brando, how are you? You doing good? Yeah, all right. Nice Wednesday. Oh, Very chill. I had a good dinner. What did you have? Um, my flatmate made some pork chops. You know, oh, we good. had a little wine. Oh, a little classy. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mate, I was. Uh, me and Jack were were cooking last night, and I'm basically doing like meal prep now. Right. Because I, I realize I'm spending so much fucking money. Have you been going to the gym a lot? Well, just doing like workouts at home and stuff because the. The gym is always so packed. It's always it's so small. You know? In my first year, I used the, um, the 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 sports center gym, and my god, it was even during COVID time. And I'd go like from, I try going six a.m. sometimes, and sometimes I go just like most random time, like twelve thirty p.m., and it'd still be packed. You know, I went today at three, kind of empty. I got a squat rack. Like, kind of when do you ever get a squat Shit. rack? I may think about going back again. Like, you gotta go midday. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, so I started doing like meal prep and it was so funny because I, I I went and I was like checking out what he was making. So I've got like the chicken, the rice, you know, right. like the the vegetables, everything is looking beautiful. And then Jack just has some like, like just slices of pork just <laughs> sitting there, like not seasoned or anything. Just, just puts them in the oven and then just like, like a cannibal. I saw, I saw that on your story. It's yeah. fucking terrible. Like this all he eats, he doesn't like vegetables and doesn't eat them. No way. It's so weird. We make... And an insane amount of broccoli in our household. Mm. We just keep... Because we're like, we need some vegetables. So it's either broccoli or like Brussels sprouts. We just put them in the oven and then we eat anything else. You've got to be healthy, man. I'm going to try. Like 10 years later, he's going to like, he's going to get like hell disease. (laughs) Well, in my, where I live, um, in, oh, I still can't say, I feel really weird seeing these things on there, but uh, I live in a specific student accommodation block, which is, goes by the name. You guys live in the same place. We do. Oh, oh, no way. Yeah. How do you wait? Do you live alone? No, no. I have uh, three flatmates. Okay, that's why. How's your stove look like? How does your stove look like? Like the hob? Yeah. Yeah, it's one, two, three, four. What? No, what? That's bullshit. Okay, fuck this. I never swear on radio. Fuck that. I have a studio flat. Oh, it is that's two rings. Oh no. Oh, okay. Th- this is the one question I've always had about the studio because I see them through the windows sometimes. Oh, okay. Well, do you know? Do you know the one next to the gym? The one, um, right. The kind of first floor one. The right, one that right, right. looks. That's the one. That's my one. No way. Okay. Yeah. I, I, am on um, opposite other block. Okay. Say. I'm yeah, on the other block. Yeah. Um, second, fl- not on the ground floor. One floor up, and then like it's the first floor when you like look into it. So I guess I, I've probably seen your window light open. But anyways, what I've always wondered is like, does your like bed sheet not smell like whatever you cook that night like every time well that's the thing because the kitchen is in the room it sucks because our rings are so bad i used to live uh, on the fourth floor right last year and i uh, kind of because states and i've got like a very nice nice looking big studio right but because it's so bad to cook with i've just stopped cooking in my flat like uh. i do i do like i do a lot of salads i literally just eat a, <laughs> so many salads that's, that's a healthy way to do it mm. i mean so like it, that's fine i mean i didn't have that i didn't actually have that problem last year when i was cooking more but you can't even put two pans next to each other oh that's but sucks. the good news is fingers crossed fingers crossed fingers crossed no jinxing they're giving you a better room 
It looks like I may be leaving. Oh, you're leaving? It looks like I may be you finally something in the works? That bad. It looks like I may be moving to a centre of town, some very good friends of mine. Oh. And it's an actual proper flat. I don't mind. I don't mind what I have. We we're we we are staying for the next year when you they think? sent out the. Well, I've I've seen some pictures of the uh, of the four four person. No, the four person are great. You have your own room and everything, and ensuite bathroom, and then you have the kitchen and living room. I've now we have now we have Christmas lights. If you see Christmas lights in any of the windows, that's our flat. Gonna knock you. There you go. I mean, Levin's uh, in the center of town would be much better for you because you'd be a lot closer to the all the Formula One that I see on TV all the time, mate. We it's just have watch parties these days, man. Like, it rivals like. I, I generally think it rivals football in terms of its popularity in this town. Like I, I always go into the either the Union Mollies or, or as it should be or Row, and it's always on, man. Right, and I guess for me, like I don't really have a context of sport outside of the world of football. Right. So like F one is. F1 is Formula 1 for anyone that's dumb enough not to know that. (laughs) Formula 1... What do you mean that's stupid, bro? (laughs) Formula 1 for me is literally just cars going around on the circuit forever, ever, ever. Ah, see, he said circuit, circuit, not circle. No, yeah, that's that's, uh, That's that's already... Good job, good job. job. And then someone says that you've won, and then the race driver that's about 5 foot 1 jumps out of his car (laughs) and starts jumping around. (laughs) That's true. And that's 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 Formula 1, right? That's, That's all the context I've got of it. Lewis Hamilton... That's it, right? That's so the worst description of exactly, right? So you guys can help me. What is Formula One to you, Randall? Uh, okay, so I'll, I'll just start with the. I guess you would define it. It's known as the pinnacle of motorsport. Pinnacle so of motorsport. what what kind of that what that kind of means or entails is that it's the the best cars, the best circuit cars that you can ever build, and arguably the best drivers in the world. Argue, I say arguably. Yeah, I'll explain. We'll explain. But anyways, so. It's. I think it's just much more than that. It's just kind of like this culture. So F1 was kind of born after World War II, in a way. Um, there was kind of just like this infatuation with like fighter jets and like fighter pilots, mm-hmm. and then people like kind of wanted to follow in those like kind of heroic uh, feats. So they decided to strap themselves in these like prototype cars. Because I mean, in the 40s, they really didn't have that much. I mean, that cars, but not like race cars, I guess. And they just strapped themselves in with these fucking bombs. Pretty. Much. Can I swear? Yes. Of course, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> These bombs that pretty much just couldn't turn and they went as fast as they could and then Jeez. a lot of people died. I was about to say. Like, like, but, you know, it was kind of just like looking for that adrenaline and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it started off that way and then it became more and more formalized over the years and obviously technology advanced and it evolved so much from uh, where it started. But what I think what it's really about is the competition and then uh, finding kind of like the limit. I think it's that's the biggest thing that it maybe attracts me to Formula One. The limit of the car, the limit of the driver, the limit of the track. It's all about like how they're how much on edge, and just how like to the limit they really are willing to get. So, so is it like really really small margins? Right. No, it's it's like minuscule. So like in any qualifying session, most. Almost all twenty drivers will be within qualifying. one second. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on, I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. Okay, sorry, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But in terms of margins, they'll all, they'll all get within like about a second of each other. And you think, oh well, a second is ma- is like minuscule amount of time. But in any motor car racing, anything over a tenth is like already a sizable gap. Shit. Okay. So qualifying, right? So I was gonna. I think I guess I'll start with how the race weekend works. So um, F1 has the F1 calendar right now has twenty. 22, 22 races, 23 next year, uh, throughout the, the year. Uh, they vary from being every weekend to every other weekend. There's usually a break in the summer, and a, a small break in the summer, and a very long break in the winter. So is it structured like a, a league? 
No, because they're all racing together at the same time. Right. Every race, they're all racing at the same time against all uh, all the other. Uh, I can see what you mean by league. Is, is a league in the sense that there is standings. So there is driver standings and constructor standings, and the points are divided by how you finish on track. So basically, whoever does best in the twenty three races wins. Right. Yeah. That's well, exactly. However many yeah. races there are that season. Right. There's no playoffs. There's no like anything right. like that. It's wh- whoever has the most points at the end of the season. Right. Right. And I'm guessing like F one is like the the premier. Like right, it's so the pinnacle of motorsport. It's the pinnacle right? of motorsport, right? So basically, it's the best of the best. Um, there is no thing such as like a British F1 and a French F1, like you have in football. You have a, you have Ligue, Ligue 1 and you have basically, uh, it's basically like the Champions League, then. Right, you, you, essentially, but it's World it's, Cup. It's right. If maybe. you race in F1, you don't race in actually in most racing series. So you have uh, there's no like you, national divisions. To give you an example, no, no, no. to give you an example, there are. Th- things known as f- uh, so it's in racing there's a series a right. racing series so for example Formula 1 is a racing series IndyCar is a racing right. series NASCAR NASCAR is a racing World series. Endurance NASCAR. Championship right, right. so, you, so these are all racing series I've heard NASCAR before within <laughs> feeder se- sorry within racing series there are feeder series which get you to the number one series so for example uh, the easiest way of explaining it if you look at IndyCar which is the top for the American for like mm-hmm. just like it's not the top of motorsport but it's top in America for open wheeler racing that means not closed cars there is Indy Lights, and people who do well in Indy Lights go into IndyCar. Mm-hmm. In Formula Racing, there are it goes all the way through Formula Four, which does even within Formula the Four, you have Formula, Formula Four, Four UAE. Th- those Four are France. local, yeah. Formula Four yeah. is like you have depending yeah. on the country. Your Sunday League race car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so pretty much Formula Four is anyone that's done really well in karting. So you start off right. in karting, right, oh, and right. then after karting, you get to open wheeler racing. No, that makes sense. I was wondering, right, like, because so, you know how like most sports you start off at a young age, right, 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 right. You don't start fucking driving at a young age. Do most you? so, like, most F1 drivers start karting when they're like three or four. Like it's right, an ins- insanely okay. early, and that's what we were. Sa- I was saying, like, arguably the best drivers in the world. It costs a lot of money that's to cart to do F four, F three, and then F two, and then get into F one. It costs so much money. The path right now would be, God, like hundreds of. Uh, so it's like a really expensive sport. It's it, also you pay for so you pay for a seat, right? Um, unless so, unless a team yeah finds you and like sponsors you through all these racing series, you're paying for it yourself pretty much. <sighs> You gotta get. You gotta find the sponsors. If you can't find the sponsors, you put the money up front. You give it to a team, and they give you a car. Now that doesn't work for F1 as much as it does for lower series. But in F1, you have these things called pay drivers, where pretty much their dads are or moms are billionaires, and then they will give a team a significant amount of money to have their kid race, pretty much. And you see, you see this pretty much every year. There's always at least one pay driver. Um, Lance Stroll is maybe the most popular pay driver. His dad literally bought one of the teams to have him. That's yeah. crazy to think that parents would want them want their kids to drive these fucking machines. Like, well, you think about it, the amount of the, fuck, the right? amount of money. It's, it's, it's a lot of money. It's in a sense you think about as if, in a way, if Ronald, if when if you're a footballer, would well, right? you you get a lot of money for driving the car? Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like him, uh, Verstappen has like a fifty million. Yeah, but he's a year. the biggest contract ever. He's oh my god! So the the amount of money that these guys are on is insane. And, and by the way, they they pay no taxes. They all live in Monaco. Yeah, they all or, live in Monaco. You know, so they, they don't. It's all net money. It's fifty million straight into their bank account. You know what I mean? One of the funniest things I've heard is every time uh, an F1 driver moves to Monaco, they get told they're like, "Why did you move to Monaco then?" And everyone's trying to get the answer. Right, right, right. Like, I've oh, seen man, the interview. I love the weather. <laughs> I love the post, bro. I mean, dude, like, like, the culture. Like, then you have some guys be like, bro, the girls, bro. I mean, it's just the girls. Yeah. And then Nando Norris was just like, oh, the taxes. The taxes. Right, yeah, the, yeah. The, what do you think? Tom, is there any way to make these mates less harsh? Like, is there any 
because they were they were not this harsh. Oh, it's, it's probably because I've got the, this on. Hold it's, on, is mine? That oh, is, oh, that is, is this better? So much. Yeah. Oh no, it's, so it's it's not the mic itself. It's just the um, in in our. It's just the gain that we pick up in our headphones. Oh, sure. okay. Yeah. Right. Because right. I, this whole time I thought I was like. <laughs> I thought I was screaming. Yeah. I thought I was destroying everyone's ears. Like, um. So wait, what were we just saying? We were talking about like Monaco and. Well, like, yeah. So, they, right. so in essence, these guys. They're all rich kids. So, so, so it's like it's kind of like it's uh, a very privileged sport. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's 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 not. You think of football. I mean, Daniel, Ric- uh, my favorite driver, Daniel Ricciardo, who currently races for McLaren. Not sadly, for long. Sad- we know, we know, <laughs> we know, and will be racing next year. Uh, he's had eight wins in his career. Very he, good driver. Yeah, very good. Driver. Incredibly nice guy. He I was th- on uh, Tom Segura's show. Uh, I don't know if you know Tom Segura. I've, I've, yeah. I've heard Tom Segura. Yeah. And. They they were asking, pretty much saying, trying to have, like trying to poke fun in a way, being like, so like those guys that pay for their seats, right? And Danny was like, yeah, well, you know, to be fair, to get, yeah, you know, it's a bit different to like me who like he was picked up by the Red Bull Academy right. when he was really young, mm-hmm. so like Red Bull kind of paid for him. And the difference with someone who pays their way through, there's not that pressure of the pullout in funding is your dad, pretty much. So whereas if you get picked up by an academy, it's just Red Bull, Mercedes, McLaren. So you, you get like a scholarship, essentially. In essence, essentially but it's yeah. like if you don't perform at the lower levels. So they pick you up like in karting. They pick you up for like Ferrari, for example. They'll pick you up in karting. They'll pick you up in Formula 4. I actually had a picture of a Formula 4 car. This is what it looks like. So it's pretty much like a mini Formula 1 car. Yeah, they're so just not as good. So was Lewis Hamilton, did he come from like a Right, so he's, he's, he's one of the few success stories in F1. So he started from his dad was working two jobs to get him through karting. And then McLaren spotted him very young. And so then he was three as well, I think. I think he's even more than two. It was like two, three, four. Right, he was super young. Actually, he started with RC cars. He started like with the little remote control cars. Then he went to karting. His dad was paying uh, to obviously keep him in karting. Then McLaren spotted him. Uh, and then he just went through all the series, got to F1 fairly quick uh, in 07. Um, and then he left McLaren in 2012, going into thir- 2013. And then yep. he's been a Mercedes. He's like... Objectively, one of those where it's like, oh so my he, god, he was so good, so young. He defies the status quo. Then he's like, yeah. right, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, there's um, quite a few drivers that do that. Um, Max Verstappen, he got picked up by Red Bull early. V- Vettel got picked up by early. Max Vettel. Verstappen, as much as he, as I've publicly stated on different shows, my least favorite driver. I oh, I don't. He, fuck, oh, I'm, I'm glad we agree. Oh, good start. start. That's so good. Oh my god, this is good so start. Nice. Yeah, no, good start. So he is. He was so good that they had to change the rules because he got into F1 17. Yeah, 17. He was oh, too young. He was Holy so shit. good that they created. Well, he like made so it harder good. for you to get. He wasn't point. so good when he got there, but <laughs> crashed happened. Yeah. Crashed happened. So we're gonna get suits. So how hard how much money, right? Like, are, like I know you're talking about like contracts and stuff, like fifty million. But like, are they paid per race or is it? Like, no, no, no. It's, it's just a yearly contract. Just a yearly contract, right? Yeah. Um, and then most of their money is obviously made in endorsements and stuff like that, and and sponsors and stuff like that. There's so many what, shady sponsorships. About it, right? yeah. What's what's the deal with all the brands and logos? Like we were talking about this. Like, could F1 have a case for being like the most capitalist sport in that sense? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Because the cars are built by the manufacturer, but the money comes from all the sponsors that you see on the car, pretty much. Like obviously, some brands have the money to just fucking build the car, uh, but most of them need sponsors to literally survive. Uh, and it's, I mean. It's one of the most televised sports, one of the most watched sports in the world, so it makes sense to put your little name on the car. It will show up, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they have to put you in all their, like, promo ads and stuff like that. So, like, it makes sense, but well, it is extremely, like, it's an advertising board, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's so shady as well that you think of the most prominent sponsors. If you think... If Marlboro. You, if you, yeah, Marlboro, for example. Cigarette companies. They were the biggest right, sponsors yeah. of F1 cars up until still are the late well up until the late 2000s. Right, and then the, cigarette sponsorships were banned in F1. 
However, then uh, this thing called Mission Win Now and other like different schemes, pretty much. Uh, so they used to have the Marlboro logo on the cars, and then they banned it. So then Ferrari made a barcode on the back of their cars that when you took a picture at high speeds, the barcode resembled the Marlboro logo. Fuck off. So it, no, it was genius. And then That's they made cool. that illegal. And then this thing called um, Mission Win Now. Let's see. So like. New like so that so that's um, so it's like this is a McLaren Marco. car from the nineties which is just literally right, right, right. Just, which is, is that the McLaren which is a Mar- Marlboro yeah it's a right, right, right. four it's MP4. literally just a McLaren it is a Marlboro it is a Marlboro cigarette packet mm-hmm. I mean look at everything it just it's made to look like a Marlboro cigarette packet and then if you look at that's it now crazy. it's literally just all Mark no oh, yeah no if it, you look at Ferrari uh, in twenty twenty one do you see that little green thing on the car which is a Mission Winnow right. show again that's just a company if you go on Mission Winnow. They're essentially just a company that's connected to It's pretty much saying, like, it's a change lab focused on making global connections. Have you ever heard of Wish Mina? Sparking open debate, connecting people, and supporting the realization of, op- of open ideas. And then you see a little thing here. It says PMI. Do you know who PMI are? Yeah. Philip Morris International. Which is Marlboro. Pretty much. So it's like... It's, it's just all loop, and, loop and the crazy there. thing is, back in the 90s, when these sponsorships were, like, allowed, they, they threw at, at them so much money. It was just an unlimited cash cow. They used to make... Cause the fucking cigarette in- industry is massive. Mm. They made so much money, and they just kept, they just give, gave it to them. They mm. just threw money at them. They had like unlimited money to develop their cars. It, w- it was an insane time. But hold on, let me let me. I, I think we should first like go over the super basics, and then yeah, 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 right, definitely, right. definitely. Okay. So back to the race weekend. So twenty-two races, mm-hmm. right? Usually, uh, you have uh, Thursdays a press conference. They get to whichever country and they get asked questions by the press. Is there like specific co- uh, countries to go to? Because I, yes, I always hear like there's twenty-two Monaco. countries. Also, oh, they do a race in or, different or, countries. Yeah, exactly. It, usually, there used to be only one <coughs> race per country. Now they have like Imola, which yeah. is in Italy, and Monza, in this, which is also the US. Italy. Next year is going to have three, three races: races Miami, Vegas, and Texas. Is it like the World Cup where like they, the countries pay for F one? Yes. yes, right, big okay. time. Yes. Countries have to pay for F one to go there. Some some circuits, the historic ones, have had exemptions up until like kind of recently, and then recently F one, who's becoming more and more infatuated with cash, are like. Uh, you still have to pay us. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So, like, Monaco used to not have to pay anything because they were such a historic... It's yeah. the only circuit that's been in... Well, every every season except for 2020 because of COVID, but every season. And then they kind of just assumed their spot was guaranteed and then they started demanding some payment. So. But basically, so they go to 22 races. Thursday, you have a press conference. Friday, you have free practice one and two, which is kind of just like 90 minutes is free practice one and then free practice two is 60 minutes where you can just throw the you put the cars out on the track and each team gets to do whatever they want for those 90 60 minutes that you can use the um, you can try qualifying trim I'll, I'll get to all that in a second you can you can do long runs you can do short runs you can use different tires different setups you kind of just trying to want to you want to figure out what is working best with your car for that weekend Right. Um, I don't know if there's any like faults or anything. Right, and if there's anything wrong, but usually there's nothing wrong uh-huh. until something happens. You know right, what I mean? Okay. Like, um, so basically, car, uh, what, what teams will do? They will try different setups, which means they will make the downforce higher on the car or lower depending on the track. So when downforce is higher, you're faster in the turns, but not as fast in the straights because you're just being sucked to the floor more. So, all oh, right, okay, obviously, right. Cause so basically, that yeah, means yeah. that you have more wing, I guess, because they have uh, front and rear wings that kind of affect so how close you. It's can like trying to find the balance between like speed, dry, right, right, speed, speed in the straight and speed in the corner. The That's curves, pretty right. much all there is to it. And then right. um, they'll try different tires because there's different tire compounds in a front. So you have the soft tire, the medium tire, and the hard tire. Soft is the fastest one, but doesn't last that long. The medium is medium fast, medium lo- medium length, like or 
entire life, and then the hard is not that fast, but it lasts a very long time. So it's it's pretty easy to. So basically, no matter how good the tire is, like it will always like, it will always, die, will always yes. catch up. Eventually, it will. Die. Yeah. So the tires are meant to in the past. They used to go. Yeah, no. They were meant to like pretty much just go like the entire race distance and stuff. But like the whole thing was that refueling was the big thing. Right. Now refueling has been banned because just of safety and stuff. So refueling. What do you mean? So as in like you take a big like imagine your 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 petrol. You know when you go to the petrol station. Yeah. And and you stop and you put the the thing in and you put the uh, gas in the car. Yeah. Right. Basically that they will they will go into I the pits. I think what you misunderstood is the fact that when there's less fuel in the car it goes faster because of weight. So that's that's the problem. So so back then they used to like underfuel all the cars because they go so fast without any fuel. So, but they had to stop a bunch to put the fuel back in, or the car would stop going. Then they made refueling uh, illegal because there were a few fires and a few times like Massa in Singapore, two thousand eight. Oh yeah, and and ran off. Yeah, and Jos Verstappen when his uh, right Verstappen's dad. Verstappen's dad. Yeah. By the way, Verstappen didn't come from an. Non his dad was an F1 driver, so it's yeah, like that's a let's, massive let's start piece there. of shit. Yeah. So oh like my god, he beat, beat, shit, like. beat his wife. Oh, Anyways, yeah, like he, <laughs> he left Verstappen. He left. Uh, yeah, I was he left Verstappen. Verstappen messed up in the karting race. He was like probably like what, 10, 11 not even. Uh, eight. He was yeah. Eight. Okay. He he. So like eight years old. They're driving back like from somewhere because uh, Verstappen grew up in Belgium. You know, he's Dutch. He grew up in Belgium. His mum is Belgian, right. so they're driving back from somewhere. It could have been Germany or anything. Going back home, and. Verstappen's dad was so mad that he told Verstappen to get out he told, told Max uh, to get out at the petrol station and then he drove and off and Jos just drove off he left him at the station he just, just dipped yeah, yeah just dipped left, left his uh, son attacked there. a mechanic with a fork right what? yeah no this, this guy was crazy and clearly you can kind of see it in Max a little. Max is like tries tries his best yeah he tries his best he just doesn't have the best paternal figures like no. you know his stepdad former F1 driver Nelson PK okay. oh it's a father in law father in law one more one more question before we go for our first song break um I was gonna ask about like the multiple drivers and if there's multiple drivers that are assigned to like one brand of car each each, each car has two drivers there's what ten, do you mean by one teams? brand of car like uh, like Mercedes, uh, right? Yeah, team so, so there's, or well, okay, hold on, team? hold on. So okay. there's ten teams. Each team has two cars. Uh, so so 20, twenty drivers. Twenty drivers, ten teams. In the past, it was more teams and more drivers, but you know, every uh, not every year changes. But there's been more rules to kind of mm-hmm. standardize it to twenty. Does that mean that like? Are they, are they are the two drivers that are on the same team? Are they their like, in contention with each other? Oh yeah, so big time. Your, your teammate is your first rival, right? Because he has the same car as you. So you want to beat the guy with the same car as you first and foremost, and then right. you want to beat everyone else. Okay, that's testament to your ability. So I'll give you an example: is that there's a team called Alpine, which is a French team, right? Right. Alpine is based. You know Renault cars. No. Renault, you know, you know, like it's like a French Renault? car brand. You, you, they're, Renault, they're yeah. everywhere. Okay. Austria, Austria in town. There's like a bunch in town. Okay. Um, they're, they're, they're the sports brand of Renault. Right. But. There's these two guys next. There's a uh, bit of driver change, and next year their two drivers are going to be two French guys: a guy called Ocon and a guy called Gasly, mm-hmm. who famously hated each other as kids. Right, because they used to kart together because they were both French and they grew up on the racing series together, and they used to fucking hate each other. It's so they bad can't. that even for next year, the families aren't allowed to go to the same races together. Wow. Yeah, no, it's like, like interesting context. Insane, oh, be- oh so much. There's so much. Once we get into the real drama of one, <laughs> it's ins- it's like if you watch it as a soap opera, you, it would be the most entertaining. Watch soap the Netflix opera. show. I can't right. No, yeah, there, there's okay. We'll, we'll talk we'll about that. We'll we'll my questions, we'll talk about. Right, it. we'll we'll go we'll go for the break. But there's so much I want to talk I talk about. But yeah, yeah. Uh, now that I finally finished my English essay, I thought I'd go out last night to treat myself. You know, uh, I went. I ended up at the Vic, uh, right. and there was uh, I think it was called like House. 
It was, was a house? Yeah, it was like one of those... Like, Jack told me he was going. Yeah, uh, yeah was it was it actually really good, right? Honestly, house music isn't really my thing, like techno music, but like I enjoyed honestly, it so never mind. much. They played, they played like Drake remixes, they played a day and night remix, and you know, oh, I'm going to play that, I'm going to play the Drake remix for you. Was it the massive? Are we going to play day and night or Drake? Oh, oh, Which one? All caps. You want to go for all caps first? It's, uh, it's up to. Oh, we we, we up just led up to massive. So we did just massive. Yeah, so you know what? We'll play massive the cream the cream remix. Yeah, nice name. This is really good. Uh, <laughs> we'll nice. be back in three minutes, and we're going to keep on pestering about F one. My God, I love this show. I love this show. <laughs> See you in three minutes. We're back. We will now let Brando and myself, but mostly Brando, explain the race weekend to Cal. I just I just want to finish it because <laughs> I feel like that's an important thing. So. Friday, free practice, right? You use the different tires, and you try the different downforce. Saturday, you have one more free practice session in the morning. In the evening, you have qualifying. Qualifying is, basically, you go around the track, whoever has the best lap, and that's the... You do you do your best lap, and that's the order of how the race the next day will start. Right. Uh, qualifying is kind of complicated uh, in how it works. Basically, you have, like, three rounds. In the first round, the, the bottom five are kind of eliminated. In the next round, the next bottom five are eliminated. You go one lap around. You go. You do uh, your best lap are in those ten minutes, for example. It's like ten fifteen minutes. Your best lap is the one that counts. Is the one that counts. And then the, the so bottom five. So people continuously get eliminated from. Pretty much. You have yeah. To, pretty you have, much. In the first. In the first round, five five drivers. In the second round, another five. And then the last round is just the top. How 10 many laps? Just, how many laps is a round? What do you mean? What? Like, are you talking oh, about oh, you, you, you do. You, you, it's so it's time. So you have ten minutes about to, oh, right, to okay. do your best lap. So you can you can do. Some people do three. Some people do two. So you have to remember. One. You have to get out of the pits, warm up, do and, the lap, and then come back. Come back. So you have to do at least three laps for one good lap, pretty much. Right. Okay. So uh, first round, first ten minutes, five drivers get out. So now you have fifteen, and then the second round, it's called Q two. Uh, five more drivers get out, and then Q three is kind of like actually decides the order for the top 10. It's 10 minutes, it's just the top 10, and whoever gets the best lap starts first. And that's called pole position. And then on Sunday, you have the race. It's 50 to 70 laps, depending how short the track is. And it's only the 10 drivers. 20. No, no, so 20. 20. So bottom five, so when you, in the first qualifying... So Saturday is basically just determining the order. Yes. Yeah, yeah Saturday determ- determines the order, Sunday is the actual race. And then you have these things called sprint race weekends. Like this one, yeah, this weekend, Brazil, is a sprint race. Where instead of having qualifying on Saturday, you have it on Friday, and on Saturday you have a mini race, <laughs> which actually decides the order for Sunday, and then Sunday you have the big race. Um, it's kind of uh, yeah. Uh, sprint races mixed, are, mixed are a new thing they've it. tried to they've tried to do, which uh, mixed opinions. Yeah, it's interesting. But you don't like it then. I. Uh, I don't mind I don't, the idea, it just and it li- did help. Why did Danny Rick, Danny Ricardo win away, a race yeah, last year? So, w- w- why did they change it? Was it they because wanted to just bring more excitement? Well, the race start is technically the most exciting part of the race. Now, obviously, if you're an F1 fan, you know, like for example, like you could Strategy. see us get absolutely hyped at a pit stop, right? At these changing tires, you could see us get it's, absolutely it, because context is everything in the race, right? 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 So it's like all about strategies and like. Um, so it's a completely day of a completely different way of watching a sport, can, like yes. compared to like so like football, right? I bet you have a question about that and Drive to Survive and the new fans and all yeah, that. ish ish. I kind of do. Yeah, right. I feel like something like football is very visually easy to follow. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas with Formula One, it seems like you need the surrounding context of like how cars work and like how this. I think like, yeah, I think it'd be really. Hard. I mean, other than the fact I mean? that sure you can like watch a car pass another car and you can see the order. If you kind of don't, it, it it makes it more fun when you understand a strategy. There's a whole level of context and, and drama. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It, it right. kind of just heightens. But anyways, that's the race weekend. Mm-hmm. 
now we can go on to well okay continue. i was going to um, i was going to actually link to d- um, Netflix and stuff. Right, I was going right, to say right. F1 growth in recent years has been. Ne- ne- oh Jesus Christ! I can't speak today. I realised that. I just could not speak. You're fine, man. You're fine. Okay, you're speaking all right. Okay, enough. We're good. We're good. F1's growth in recent years has been exponential. What do you attribute this most to? I really can't speak. Drive to survive, social media, young drivers, etc. Definitely, drive to survive is the. I think so. My bad. I think it's the biggest, um, especially because it has grown exponentially, but. It has grown exponentially in the American market more than any other market. Like, it was already big in Europe and East Asia and Southeast Asia and obviously parts of Africa and especially in South America. It was massive as well. Just North America never, like, never clicked. They've done oh, really? so many races in the Americas, like Detroit, uh, Miami, not Miami Beach, but uh, Long Beach. You had Caesar Palace. You had... Yep. Um, um, oh god, what's it called? Uh, no, they never raced the Laguna Seca, did they? No, I um, wish they did. I wish they uh, did. Oh, god, what's the track. one? In, what's the one in New York? What's the one in New York? The one State? they wanted to do in New Jersey? No, not the one. They, the, the one they actually used oh, to race at in New Glenn's, York. Glenn's Glen, uh, Watkins Glen. Watkins Glen. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so they've done so many races in the United States. It just never picked traction up. No one. And then that's so like America, though. Right. Like, it is exactly. Except mean? then there was a Netflix show made about it in 2018. Was the first yep. uh, season, and skyrocketed popularity in um, in America really? it's just in, so now they have a bunch of American races there's so many new fans in America but also in in Europe there's they had a problem so F1 had a big problem with generations it, it, a lot of the people that were watching were older generations it just wasn't attracting as many young people and then Netflix, the Netflix show happened and then all of a sudden everyone knows something about F1 you know what I mean um, and I mean, I was kind of one of them in the sense that, like, I had already been watching F1 for when it came out, eight, ten years, pretty much. So, like, I've always been in love with F1 since I was a kid. But when the Netflix show came out, I was like, this is such a new way, such a new thing. It, there, w- there was very limited amount of F1 media, right? You have the race, you have some YouTube videos, you have interviews. But that's really it. You have a couple movies, you know, you have Rush. That was a really good movie. Do you movie. think it was the I fact mean, for, that like, yeah. you kind of need all this context to enjoy it, and if you don't have yes. it, you feel like no, you're th- excluded? Definitely. So basically what Netflix did is just gave a new audience the context of F1. Except so, what they did do is they made, made it very simplified, right? Uh, so it was more accessible. Uh-huh. So in 2018, I was super excited to watch it. I watched the whole season in one day. Mm-hmm. And then in 2019, the second time I watched it in like two or three days, in 2020, it took me about a week to finish the whole season. I haven't, I haven't watched, finished. I haven't, I haven't, no, I haven't watched a single episode of the fourth season. I didn't, I didn't just even because finish it. It wasn't very good. What what it ended up doing is, at first I was super excited. It was something new or whatever, right? <laughs> but then I was like, okay, well I know all this stuff, and um, sure, like they simplified it so much, and then they kind of just like started to create these like different narratives and kind of. Misconceived, it, it was kind of like some misconceptions about kind of like either the narratives or kind of the spirit of the actual sport, I think mm-hmm. at least, which kind of made it harder and harder to watch. And it was like they're dramatizing a lot of the stuff right. that perhaps shouldn't or didn't need to be, which makes sense for a TV show, right? Yeah. For an audience that needs to be engaged. But for somebody that actually watched every race and knew what was happening at every race, and you're like, well, I don't know how I feel about this. You know what I mean? You get, it's like, if a football, if they made a TV show about football, but then they like, I don't know, didn't t- talk about the bottom ten of the whole yeah. league, right? And then the people that did, they, they did talk about. You're like, well, that's not really what happened. Like they'll start talking about like 
a mid-season game like it was a fucking Champions League final. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like something like that. And then and then you're in some rivalries between players and in the, and uh, in this case drivers that you feel like didn't really exist you know what I mean? mm. it, it just kind of felt like it was more for entertainment than it was to inform right so it seems like there's a lot of like shows and series that like kind of misread what formula one is well all about. the 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 what made the first season so good is the fact that not many teams agreed to do it right it so really the top was only three well it was red bull red bull because red bull always agreed to everything it, no, it was red bull um, Renault, Renault, and right. Haas, and Haas, right? Uh, Renault, which is used to, which is Alpine's old name, okay. and Haas, which and is the one American team. So, and literally the only like the only point of the first season is Daniel Ricciardo wants to leave Red Bull, but he kind of wants to leave. Is he going to leave? Where is he going to go? You kind of and that's what him. like the show. Yeah, depicted. well, it's like what well, that's part one. Part two is Renault are giving R- Red Bull engines. Red Bull don't want to have engines anymore, and it's just like this petty beef that goes on. But like, it makes it really super. Like, well, it's 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 so petty. That it's really interesting. Like, so, like, so they they really were able to focus on those three teams, which made it kind of interesting and so petty, which was great. But then they kind of tried to expand that to every team and every driver the next seasons when other right. teams and drivers. And you're like, well, that didn't really happen. You know, what I mean, you, you can only dramatize so much stuff. You know, you know what I'd recommend instead of watching those. There's a there's a YouTuber called Emp uh, Lemon, oh, and yeah. he's done three videos. Uh, I think. On like racing in general, maybe Formula. I'm not sure. He did one NASCAR and the Art of Revenge. Right. He did, there will never ever be another driver like Dale Earnhardt. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he did Talladega, Talladega NASCAR's Nightlife. most feared yeah. track. I haven't watched this one yet, and I want to watch it. Talladega, NASCAR's most feared track. Have you ever seen track. the Will Ferrell movie? I haven't. I haven't. You actually. haven't seen I know, it? I oh my! One of his best. So you've got you've got to tell me what Talladega is and why is it feared? Well, what Talladega is, is just, just that's a, a track. NASCAR track. It's, it's a NASCAR a track. It's not F one. Uh, it's an oval. It has a lot of banking. So I think that's probably why it's feared. Like I don't really know. I don't watch NASCAR. Well, I, I mean, go around in circles. Speaking of NASCAR, times. did you see what happened? Uh, right, I did see. I did see that. Oh my uh, god, that was insane. So basically, there was this. Um, I showed you that video today. It's the guy I showed you going around completely the outside, wall riding. So oh basically, NASCAR works completely different. I don't really know how it works, but I know that they have playoffs, kind of, where like the top five have to like race each other to, at the end, and you have to do a certain amount of points or positions to qualify for that. And there was this one driver who was like in tenth, and he needed to be fifth to qualify. And it was the last lap, and he's like, fuck it, I'm going to go for it. So instead of braking and to, to slow down to make the turn, he just accelerates against the wall, rides the wall all around. Did you not? Did you did show you, that? I thought you saw the video for it. Was this, was it's, this the one with Hamilton? No, 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 no it's no. this guy. So he, he, he presses on it, goes all on guy. the wall. He rides the wall all the way around and qualifies at the last second. Just watch. It looks like a video game. It's like insane. That's the number one car? Oh, yeah, that's the end. Okay, you Fuck off. Yeah, that's real life. Can you believe that? <laughs> Look at that. And he's meant to overtake oh this guy. My he overtakes God. this guy to get into the final four. Right, and the other the guy he overtakes at the end, that's the guy who was gonna be in the final four if he hadn't passed him. Like yeah. some insane like Wait, let's see again. Oh that's the coldest shit I've ever right. seen. Right, no, it's it's insane. It, it actually created like a whole movement of people that actually want to look at NASCAR now. But in motorsport, context is everything. Right, exactly. So uh, if if you don't know anything about that, you're like, wow, cool move. But if you know that that guy needed to pass the guy that he passes at the end after riding the wall for like fifteen straight seconds, uh, to make it to the final four, that makes it instantly more um interesting or like I guess cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like if you knew about away goals and home goals. Yeah. Right. Okay, so if you don't know about that, you're yeah. like, "Wow, he scored one goal. What's gonna happen now?" But you're like, "Well, now they're tied in in goals, and that's that's worth double because mm-hmm. it's a way goal, even though they don't do that anymore." So is there is there any many like big 
controversies or like uh, so many, oh, cor- like, so many. Uh, like in terms of corruption we've already okay talked. oh yeah okay so oh. i'll start i'll start uh spygate do you okay because cool, i'm going to ask you about abu dhabi we can go spygate real right, quick. right. okay so corruption wise two types of, two types right, of controversies. Right, right. so corruption wise so 2007 yes and 2008 basically 2007 ferrari win the, wins the world the drivers world championship and and the constructors 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 is basically so it's a teams and it's of the 10 teams the two drivers points added together right yeah sorry i never explained so that. so for example a driver could do really really like for example the two drivers as in the two, the the two, two drivers, drivers yeah. for one team so the last point, season right. not this current season this season Red Bull won both last season Merce- uh, Red Bull won the drivers championship of Verstappen but, but when you put the things together Mercedes won one, the Mercedes is so Hamilton and, 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 this guy, and, and this guy called Bottas last, last year, not anymore. Right. But the, their points added up were more than Red Bull's, Verstappen, and Perez's teammate. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you have two championships in F1. It's it's the drivers and it's the constructors. Um, so in 2007, Ferrari wins the drivers' championship with Raikkonen by one point, a single point, in the last race is when he wins it. And then in 2008, it comes out that McLaren actually had copied Ferrari's car. Like had been had uh, insider source from Ferrari that gave them all their like blueprints and stuff like that. So they completely copied the car, and all of a sudden they started doing really well. So they got fined a hundred million, mm-hmm. um, and the constructors, and they got taken. All their constructor points were taken away. So in two thousand eight, Ferrari won the constructors championship, but Hamilton won the drivers championship. With and arguably, teams, that's where the constructors where the money is. Right. Yeah. Constructor, Const- if you do if you do better in the constructor championship, you get more sponsors, you get more money, you better bu- you build a better car, actually, and so actually. on and so on. So, what is what is more important then, right? What's uh, is it the driver or is it the uh, car? Car, is the car objectively the, 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 the car? The car is but the best driver. But the best drivers will get the best cars. The best drivers will get the best cars, but the best car wins the the world yeah. championship. Every every single time, almost every single time, the best car, the, the best two cars means that the best two cars are very close together. Mm-hmm. Will win the championship. You, I mean, like no offense, Jensen Button, mm-hmm. great driver. Yeah, not a world championship driver if he didn't get that Braun that, GP that, in yeah, two thousand nine, which was so much better than everything else. It made Barrichello look good when he was like fucking forty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there is sometimes where the best car is just like so much better that a mediocre driver can win the championship so I'm showing um, Cam this is driver standing so this is for this year it says it's not over as in the championship's over mathematically Verstappen is champion it's 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 like when City bro, win the league with games to go best, bro. yeah I thought uh, he was the best. Mercedes, well, the Mercedes car, this Mercedes year is car is good. very bad. So, is it really? Again, well, so, well so not good compared to the other compared cars. to the other I mean, two like cars. they wish. For example, Williams wished that they had a car as good as Mercedes this year. Mm-hmm. So that's the drivers' championship. So it's and then if you look at the constructors, mm-hmm. where are the help teams? You'll see it adds them up together. So Mercedes a third. So, this is it like widely considered that Hamilton's the goat? Hamilton, no, Schumacher, widely, Senna, yeah, Prost, he's up there with Fangio. Schumacher, Senna. I don't count Fangio. You don't count Fangio? No, he 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 drove in the fifties. So you you don't count like old. old well, it, it depends how far back. Listen, I'll I'll count uh, as as incredibly like up there drivers. You have Jim Clark, yeah. uh, Lauda, uh, Jackie Stewart. You know, mm-hmm. um, obviously Senna, Prost. Um, in in terms of sheer pace, I put Jackie X there, uh, Jacques Villeneuve. You know what I mean? Some some guys that like, but like in terms of goats, you you also have to have that resume. So really, the only people that can really count are Schumacher. He won seven championships. Hamilton won seven. Uh, Senna won three, but he died kind of prematurely. So uh, Prost, Prost won four. Um, 
uh, Lauda one three. You know, yeah. you, you have those drivers. Vettel, one four. My, Vettel, Vettel is obviously one four. Um, so I have these drivers that are very talented. And mm. then in terms of another controversy, is one that just happened last year, twenty twenty one. Here's here's my question. Right, Abu Dhabi. Right, twenty twenty one. Right, discuss. Discuss it's your essay prompt. Okay, okay. I listen. When it happened, I uh, I wish I had somebody to talk to about it. We only have fifteen minutes, but anyways. Yeah. So I don't. I won't go into all the background at this point, just because we don't have. I, I I have shown Callum. The to be fair, we're not really talking about much else. Well, after well, I, I, I was I, literally going to talk. The only the only other prompt I had was what's the biggest disaster in F one? Like Senna dying. Senna dying. So we can talk about those two then. Right. Yeah, okay. So I'll, I'll go on Senna dying super I, fast. I, I showed you, so we don't have to do the context of what happened with the safety car and stuff. But I mean, I, we, can, we can do it very quickly for the audience. But it's why I showed you uh, that video, that clip I showed you of like there was this guy crashes, Hamilton's leading by twenty seconds, and then 15, this, like eleven, twelve, yeah. and then the uh, no, it was twenty. Was I, it? We watched it today. Genuinely? Yeah. I was. Oh, and then the, where he the beat, safety. Beat yeah. So then on the safety car, which is kind of like when there's an incident, this car comes out and bunches the pack together for safety. So you lose all your lead and stuff, but that's just, you know, that's the name of the game that happens, right? Right. There's one thing in F1, it's like, yeah, it's unfair, but you know that happens. You know, it can happen to anyone. So cars bunch up, and then with one lap to go, they, they kind of mess up. Like, they first say, oh, the cars between Verstappen and Hamilton that were lapped, because they were slower, they, you, like, they first right. said they shouldn't, they, shouldn't, they shouldn't unlap themselves. They shouldn't get out of the way. And then they said they should, and there was one lap left, and then Verstappen won the whole championship. So right. it's kind of bullshit then. Okay, well, we'll get into it in a second. First, right. Senna dying, Senna 1994, uh, Imola, <coughs> or San Marino GP as it was known back then. Um, he, I think his suspension broke or something. He went into a wall. The suspension went through his face. Yeah. Died on the spot. That Drive same shot. weekend, yeah. the day before, another driver had died very similar similar way. So then um, I think they banned turbos after that because the cars were, being too yes. they were going too fast. So they banned turbos after that. And it was just a big safety thing. That was like, I guess, the biggest tragedy. Tragedy, but like nothing, nothing really came of it. I mean, safety yeah. went up. Well, I mean, they increased safety. They been turbos to make the cars a little slower. To make I guess, what else can they do? Like Formula One is already dangerous. Yes. Well, you know, right now safety is, is insane. Like these cars can pretty much. People can still die. You have Grosjean almost dying. Yeah, back in twenty. His car exploded. In his car. In his car literally blew up, and he walked outside the. Fo- he he pulled himself out the car. After it was stuck and climbed over a fence, Spent all while twenty-eight on fire. seconds in the flames. That's twenty. Cool no, it, it was insane. With minor, he escaped with mm, not minor, but the, not major. I'm break guessing. On the, I'm guessing the suits are somewhat. Oh yeah, the suits, the suits are, are fire. So that's all like so much safety stuff. So uh, the big thing about F1 is that everything you you have in a regular car today came from F1 at some point. Seatbelts started in F1. Uh, I didn't know that. No, right. Seatbelts are in F1, yeah. automatic gearboxes. Um, oh, what's it called? Um, ba- battery powered cars? Battery park. Yeah, yeah no, every, exactly. re- every revolution that comes within like the engineering of cars is usually not, for not every one, but, but a lot of. Th- so, like, right now they're doing synthetic fuels. F1 is researching a lot in synthetic fuels. And if they figure out how to do that, you'll see that in every car. The hybrid system, right now, the F1 cars are V6 turbo hybrids. Uh, you don't really have. And now, so many sports cars are. So many sports cars, so many road cars. Like you know, the whole thing. Like ten years ago, there was Toyota Prius. It's like that's the that's the hybrid car, right? Mm -hmm. That's the one hybrid car. Every car is almost every car is hybrid. That's because F one has made this technology so accessible. But anyways, back to Abu Dhabi, twenty twenty one. So let's go. A little context: Um, Hamilton and Verstappen are even in points. They start Hamilton first. uh, uh, Verstappen first. Hamilton second. Uh, So whoever 
is ahead at the end of the race will win the championship. It's it's that close. Um, race starts. Hamilton gets a better start, passes him turn one. Uh, they go through the little first section. They get to the first straight. At the end of the first straight, Verstappen throws a dive bomb, which is when you just try and chuck the car on the inside of the car in the corner from very far away to try and get a move done. Um, Hamilton ends up cutting the corner because he essentially gets pushed off. Um, no action required, so already tension is high because now Hamilton is ahead, but he didn't make the corner, so Red Bull is kind of arguing, like, what the hell is going on? And then everyone's like, well, he kind of just threw, uh, threw his car in there. Obviously, Hamilton had to bail out. But anyways, that was the story of all of 21, mm-hmm. 2021. Verstappen puts the car in a, either you crash with me or you move out of the way way, which is like some people like that kind of driving, I think. It's unsportsmanlike, or it, it seems, it, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's kind of like some drivers used to drive a lot like like that. Senna, Senna, Senna used Senna. to drive a lot like that. Schumacher a little bit used to drive like that, but it's like that was forty years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you don't, you, no one drove like that for the last fifteen for a reason. There's rules now that tell you not to drive like that because if you do drive like that, you c- it's too dangerous. You know what I mean? Anyways, so the race goes on. Uh, Hamilton has like this commanding lead pretty much. He's nursing his tires. He switches to some hards hard tires pretty early on in the race um, and he's just continuing to build a gap the only time Verstappen came close is when his teammate Perez kind of started defending until Hamilton started catching up to Perez after the pit stop because the pit stop takes like 25 seconds or something you go in you, you, you change your tires and it's limited speed in the pit, in the pit lane because you don't want to run over people so you get in there and it's 80 kilometers an hour which for you is like oh my god that's so fast but for F1 cars it's kind of like snail space so you go and you lose a bunch of time. Anyways, so his his teammate Perez goes through. He's not in the le- not in the lead. Um, Hamilton comes out behind him. He starts to catch up to him. Perez does a very good job at defending. Makes him lose so much time. Verstappen catches up to him, and then Hamilton survives the Verstappen attack. He starts building an even bigger gap with these used hard tires. No matter what Verstappen was doing, Hamilton just kept just was going faster. You know what I mean? So I think it was eight laps. It was eight laps to go. Eight laps to go. Our and king, the greatest Nicholas driver of all time, Latifi. ironically. Uh, it's got Nicholas Satifi. who Who's also a pay driver, this Canadian yeah. pay driver. Uh, uh, um, now he's, gonna a, he's, a nice, he's a nice guy. He, he's but, a nice guy. But, but not the best driver. Smacks against the wall, debris right. everywhere. Debris everywhere. So they have to call a safety car, which is right. when, like you explained, it's, a, it's essentially this road car comes out and bunches up the pack. So what ends up happening is this kind of chain of events where Mercedes doesn't pit Hamilton for new tires. They're like, well, it's close enough to the end that it probably won't. The race probably won't restart. Um, Red Bull has nothing to lose, so they're like, let's put Verstappen on new tires in case the race does restart, right? Uh, so the way the rules work in F1 is the safety car comes out uh, until the. the oh, de- so they thought that that was the end of the race then. Well, yeah. it can happen. It that can happen that the race yeah. ends under. It happened. It's, it's happened so many times. It happened this season. Yeah, it happened this season. Uh, so it's essentially a gamble then. Right, it is a gamble. Usually in the middle of the race, you get it's it's a lot easier to know that you're going to restart. That's why I don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Don't no. worry about it. Um, but in, um, towards the end of the races, you never know. So they're like, well, the race probably won't restart. Mm-hmm. Usually the safety car just keeps doing laps, and th- these laps count towards the end of the race uh, until the debris is clear, and then the safety car goes in, and the first guy restarts the race. Basically, he gets to choose when everyone gets to go um, up until a certain point, up until the starting line. What ends up happening is, first, the, the lap cars don't unlap themselves. Uh, usually, the process is you do a few laps until the debris is clear, then you tell the lap cars to unlap themselves. What happens when you tell the lap cars to unlap themselves is you do one more lap. You have to do one more lap to make sure that the lap cars have enough 
time to go around, not not necessarily to catch up, but to have enough gap that you don't run into them the second you start going again. Right. What happens is they tell only five cars, not every lap car, just the lap cars between Hamilton and Red Bull to unlap themselves for some reason. And then, instead of doing that extra lap, which would have meant the race ended under the safety car, they just decided to restart right then and there to give one last lap of racing. And everyone was kind of just like, well, these are not the rules. This is they why just, are we just kind this? of did that on the spot so, to make it more interesting? To make but. it more interesting, except it wouldn't make it more interesting because Hamilton, his laps were 40 laps old. His, his tires were 40 laps old, and Verstappen had brand new soft tires, and Hamilton had 40 lap old hard tires, so which is like kind of like saying, I'm running with bricks on my feet, and you have running shoes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I have like cinder blocks on Do my feet. I think it was staged like that. My my that's, my that dad seems like a crazy. Okay, okay, okay. That seems like, okay. that seems like a crazy not, narrative. Like it seems right. Like it seems it seems like that, right? So I don't think it was staged. But after this whole aftermath, obviously Verstappen ended up winning on the last lap because he had the better tires and he passed them. Fair enough, whatever. Um, that, that, that was kind of crazy to watch, though. Yeah, I, I showed him that. No, I, today, yeah. I, I remember watching it. It was it was it was interesting. By the way, uh, for anyone listening home, I don't know if I said this. I'm a Ferrari fan. <laughs> uh, I was born in Italy. I grew up in Italy. I've only followed it's Ferrari. Shame you, I, I could uh, not give a fuck about any other driver or team. Like I, <laughs> I generally do not care about how they do. Yeah. I just I watch four Ferraris. What's the Ferrari's biggest like? Who did they? Who do you hate the most? Like what team? Rival? Yeah, probably McLaren. McLaren, historically yeah. McLaren. But okay. I, I, I don't mind. I'll, McLaren. I'll become a McLaren fan then. Right now, I don't. I don't mind McLaren. I think <laughs> Ricardo. Like that. I think Ricardo is a very good driver. I thought we should have picked him up instead of Science back back two years ago. Now I guess it was the right choice to pick science. Well, this season actually, so um, Brando has been very sad, I think. Um, so Happier than you have been. Uh, Happier than you have been. Uh, okay, well, we know. I'm also what a Lewis fan. Listen, I'm a Lewis I've been fan watching well. for 12 years. You think I've ever seen Ferrari win anything? I'm used well, to this wait, thing. 12 years, 12 years. Oh, 2010. Oh, yes, yeah, so you don't see Ferrari. Yeah. I've... I've Abu Dhabi 2010, Brazil yeah. 2012, yeah. 2017, 2018. I've, well, I've I was been supporting, to it. I was supporting Charles this season. Callum, I, I was, was supporting right. Charles this season. I was like an Arsenal fan, pretty much. Used <laughs> to be very good, has been shit for the last 10 years. How, yeah. does, does that resonate with you? Yeah. yeah, yeah Anyways, yeah. so the race ends uh, with Verstappen winning, and then what ends up happening is they start saying that there was a rule that kind of said, you d- it didn't specify that you had to... Um, that you had to have those cars unlap themselves and then do an extra lap. Um, what do you what do you mean? Well, it kind of said that not all cars, uh, not all lap cars, cars had to be unlapped. That was the rule said that the race director. So there at, was like a technicality then, right? A technicality. The race director, at his discretion, could do this. But it's kind of like if a penalty shot, right? You know, it's always taking. You put the ball down, you walk back, and you wait for the ref to blow the whistle. Mm-hmm. Let's say that the rule said you wait for the ref to give you a signal. Right and say it's the fucking World Cup final and you put the ball down on the little disc and you look at the ref and the the ref nods at you so then you just shoot it and he's like fair enough that was a signal you know we'll count it and then was like that doesn't count you had to walk wait for the goalie to be set up the whistle to to uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you know so it's like it, it's something that had never happened before it was the first time anyone has had ever interpreted that that rule that way and that was and only then, a, that was only a year ago then. Right, that was yeah. So that last was December, December last right. year. And then what happened after was the crazy thing. So uh, Mercedes tries to bring it up to court, pretty much. Uh, the FIA does an investigation. They find out it was they they call it human error. They said that the the race director made a mistake. That mm-hmm. it was human error, and then the race director had to sign an NDA, a non discretion agreement, to never speak about what happened again. He got fired. He got, he fired, got fired. Then he had to sign an NDA about not speaking about that night ever again to anyone. And then 
the FIA says it shouldn't have ended this way. Hamilton probably should have won it, but the race is over and we can't change the result, which is hilarious because in Austin this year, um, Alonso got disqualified was, for was it? It was Austin. Yeah, it was Austin yeah, this year. Yeah. Alonso gets disqualified for having an unsafe car or something. Somebody protested against his car, and they found that his car was like yeah. not safe or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, Alpine, the the, dri- the team he drives for, was was like, "Well, you never told us anything during the race." And they're like, "Fair enough. We're gonna change the result back." So they changed the result twice after the race. So it's like basically what ended up happening is the FIA, which is the it's like FIFA, but for for or UEFA, but for uh, for F1, yeah. wanted to cover their ass and avoid a mass embarrassment because they realized they fucked up on the rules and Hamilton probably should have won that race and the championship. But if you ask a Red Bull fan, if you ask a Red Bull fan, you get a completely different answer, right? Really? Again, I do not it's, care. It's, it's it, complete bias then. Is it? Yeah. Again, I could not care less if Hamilton had won that championship. In 2017 and 18, my number one enemy was Lewis Hamilton because yeah. he kept beating Ferrari and Vettel and Mercedes just was good. doing... He's just too good. Him and Bottas as his little dog walker or whatever they used to... <laughs> I, I, still, I still have my... I still have my little... I still have my little... Uh, pains against Hamilton and Bottas for those two years alone where they pretty much did everything they could to... But anyways... So I still have some sort of resentment for Hamilton. I'm just saying Hamilton should have still won that championship and that race. It's been a pleasure talking to right, you. We right, right, do right, have right. two minutes left, so we'll have to sign off. However, I will ask you one last question, and I'll need a two-word, like I'll need pretty two much word, a one-word yeah, one, okay. one answer, okay? Right. This season, right. Max Verstappen won, Charlotte Leclerc Ferrari did not, obviously, right. as we know. Was it Ferrari's Ferrari. fault only? It was Ferrari's fault. Or did Charles Leclerc It was Ferrari's fault massively. Other than... France, Ferrari's fault, hundred percent. You have uh, Monaco, uh, Australia. No, Australia we won. Monaco, uh, Spain. The car broke down. Azerbaijan, um, Japan. No, Japan was fine actually. Just Ferrari, Imola. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I- Imola was kind of his fault, but they shouldn't have put him on those softs. They and should have just kept the fucking. Third and the place. last question: Should Mattia Binotto, the boss of Ferrari, be fired or not? <sighs> nah. Nah. Oh, he's keeping Binotto. He's keeping Italian Harry Potter on in, the scene. In 2019, we got rid of Arriva Bene, and then it, w- it went to shit. And then now, I think maybe just give him a little more time, see what happens. Okay, we'll see. Well, that was. I'm gonna have to do my homework after yeah. this. I'm uh, you can, watch I got me interested. You know, you All right, I'll watch the Netflix show. I'll, I'll watch. That. All right, so come sign us off. All right, this has been Let Me Talk uh, with Tom and our guest Brando. Good night. Good night, and this is All Caps by Mad Villain. That's Brando's song. See you guys next week. Bye-bye.